Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Michael Passanate. Hi, this is Mike Passanate, and welcome back to the award-winning Hospital Finance Podcast. Today, I'm joined by our Director of Reimbursement, Jeff Wolf, who attended the HFS user meeting for 2019 in uh, Boston, I believe. Right, Jeff? Correct. Yes. And uh, Jeff, you had a, a couple of key takeaways. You sat through several sessions, but there were a couple of key things that uh, really stuck out to you at the meeting, and we wanted to share that with our audience today. Could you walk us through uh, what, was, what was interesting to you this year? Sure. Well, well. First of all, I, I do have to say the uh, HFS user meeting is actually a really good uh, session for some educational material. There were quite a few seminars on uh, some pretty hot topics that uh, I think people would be interested in, depending on what type of provider you are. Uh, but one of the main issues that came about, and we found this in discussions with people at the, the lunch tables as well as in two different sessions, this, this particular issue came up. And the issue is revolving around Medicare recognizing the S10 bad debts. And they're, they're pulling out a regulation that is a significant number of years old and applying it. And what the regulation is, is it basically says that these bad debt transactions have to be booked to an expense sub-account. Well, there's a difference there between Medicare saying it has to be booked to an expense sub-account and the way that both GAAP and AICPA require our financial auditors to book these transactions. The financial auditors are all going to be required to book these transactions as contractual adjustments or contra revenue accounts. So there's a distinct difference there. And Medicare is basically saying if this bad debt is not booked to an expense account on the general ledger, they're not going to allow it. Um, and this is kind of a new thing that they're, they, they've started with the last set of audits and they're starting to move forward with and they've kind of reinforced it um, in the rules. So one of the things that um, we've been talking about is how do we deal with this issue? And a suggestion came up through these, these seminars that might be a good way to deal with this, and that is to change the uh, transaction codes for your bad debt write-off to actually book bad debts to an expense sub-account, but then also have a journal entry that moves that expense from, the, or that bad debt from the expense sub-account to the contractual. That way you can meet both requirements. The initial transaction is booked to an expense sub-account. So you meet your Medicare requirement, you can show them, you can show them all the expenses hitting there, and then you can use journal entries to move the expense or the bad debt up to the contractual. Thereby, you'll meet the financial order requirements. At the end of the day, your bad debt expense will net to zero, but if Medicare wants to audit it, all you have to do is remove the journal entries and you'll be able to see all the expense that was booked to that expense account for bad debts. Um, again, it's a, we're still a little bit on a learning curve as far as how Medicare is going to handle this because of the disparity between financial auditors and uh, Medicare, but uh, that was one of the big topic issues that uh, we did see quite a bit of. Um, the other item that, that came up was actually 
result of CMS changing some of the forms and um, edits that they put into the actual cost report forms. So this more affects uh, skilled nursing, home health, um, hospice, uh, FQHCs, and rural health clinics. And with those particular providers, Medicare is tightening down the uh, what they're called 1,000 level edits, or the, edit, the edits that will cause your cost report to reject. And one of the things is for these non-acute care providers, their systems are not as sophisticated. So they tend to know the total cost of salaries. They tend to know the total cost of supplies. They don't necessarily know all of these expenditures by the type of care or the level of care. So like if you think about home health, they have skilled versus non-skilled. They have aid visits, things like that. Um, if you're talking about uh, skilled nursing hospitals, you obviously have SNF versus NIF. Uh, you know, so all of these providers have a little levels of care, and we usually have really good statistics of the number of encounters, whether it's visits or days, by these levels of care, and we put those in the cost report. Well, the edits are now saying if you have X level of care, you must have expenses and revenues associated with that level of care, where most of the clients had data in the main uh, service level and then either allocated or, or moved expenses down. Medicare is now requiring those to be lined up. So you may have to do some work before you get to your cost report using statistics to allocate the expenses down to the correct to the correct level of care before you actually get the numbers on the cost report. Uh, and that's going to be a significant change for those providers because, again, they're less sophisticated. They usually don't have the big decision support systems that help them the way acute care hospitals do in moving all the expenses around uh, in their general ledgers. Thanks for stopping by the podcast once again, Jeff. Great. Thank you very much. This concludes today's episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help you protect and enhance revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.